What's going on guys? Welcome to another episode of Tasty Tuesday on Tasty Loot Gaming, the show where we talk about gaming news. My name's Seth and a couple quick reminders to download and play Greedfall, Maneater, and Shadow of the Tomb Raider all offered for free on PlayStation Plus. Make sure to download those, play those, come back in about a week for Plus Club. Let us know what you thought of those games. We'll let you know what we thought of them. And by in about a week, I mean by the end of this week. Fuck, that's coming up soon. Make sure to download those, play those. We're going to talk about those games. And our game of the month picked by me is Deep Rock Galactic, which is a one to four player cooperative dwarven mining game. Make sure to download that, play that, and uh, come back as well. We're going to talk about that on Game of the Month and then pick a new Game of the Month at random like we typically do. And yeah, we have a Discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all time. We're on iTunes, Spotify, or the podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us. And we have a Patreon link down below if you'd like to support the channel even more than commenting on this video, sharing this video, and subscribing. If you're brand new, um, yeah, ask TLG. Type that in. Hashtag ask TLG on your comment if you'd like it to be considered for Tasty Cast, where we read your comments. I pick at random unless you type in hashtag ask TLG. All right, we got two bits of news to talk about, so let's jump into it. So you may be wondering what is Valve up to, but more particularly, what is Gabe Newell up to? Well, first bit of news is a little bit of uh, what the fuck Valve is up to news, and Gabe Newell in particular, in that he was interviewed uh, over in New Zealand. Apparently he is living there uh, temporarily. Uh, I guess he went there uh, for a vacation for like 10 days or some shit, and then COVID happened. He's like, I'm just going to stay here. So, uh, oh, how lucky it is to be a dude who can just do that. Um, in the interview that he was, uh, they took part in, uh, he was asked, uh, you know, if, if they were making games and he said, uh, we definitely have games in development that we're going to be announcing. It's fun to ship games. <laughs> That's, it's a fun thing to do that. Uh, Newell said, Alex was great to be back doing single player games that create a lot of momentum inside the company to do more of that. What a, what a, uh, good speaker um but on top of that in that interview he was asked about um essentially what what valve is going to be working on and what uh, what's coming out in the future so this is via the verge gabe newell has big plans for brain computing interfaces in gaming but says valve isn't close to releasing commercial product yet but they're planning on it. they're planning on getting in your fucking brain uh Let's jump into the article real quick. Uh, Valve co-founder and president Gabe Newell talks about Valve's exploration of brain-computer interfaces, BCIs, for gaming and beyond. In an interview with New Zealand's One News, although Newell admits that the idea of having a brain interface directly with a computer sounds indistinguishable from science fiction, fuck yeah it does, he says developers would be making a silly mistake if they ignore the area. I think he said the same thing about VR as well, and we see where that's at. I wish it was fucking i wish more people were excited about it um newell says that valve is currently working with open bci headsets to develop open source software with the aim of making it easier for developers to understand the signals coming from people's brains at its most basic this could allow software to understand whether a player is enjoying a game and adjust the experience accordingly kind of like what nintendo does with some of their games except for i mean maybe they're in your brain i wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised with a cardboard headset i'm sure they could make that happen nintendo for example games could turn up the difficulty if they sense a player is getting bored that would kind of suck if you like were playing a game 
you're starting to get bored, but the game's already kind of difficult for you, and that just gets harder. That'd be fucking crazy. But Newell's more ambitious ideas involve actually writing signals to people's brains rather than just reading them. All right. Newell suggests our ability to experience existing games is limited by our physical body or meat peripherals, as he puts it. That's fucking scary but interfacing directly with players brains could open up a lot more possibilities the real world will seem flat colorless blurry compared to the experiences you'll be able to create in people's brains newell says so trying to create uh, depression irl um even more than already exists valve has spoken publicly about its work on brain computer interfaces before back at 2019's game developers conference back when people could get together valve's principal experimental psychologist mike ambinder ambinder gave a talk on the company's work in the area venture beat reported at the time venture beat uh, covering many of the same possibilities and use cases that newell outlines in his recent interview Beyond their use in gaming, Newell says BCIs could help with other areas of human life, like sleep. Uh, in quotes, it says, one of the early applications I expect we'll see is improved sleep. Sleep will become an app they run where you say, oh, I need much, I, I, I need this much sleep. I need this much REM, he says. Okay. <laughs> um... Ooh, the future is fucking scary sounding, but also interesting. Despite the possibilities, Newell admits that brain-computer interfaces carry their risks. He says that the idea of BCI making someone feel pain is a complicated topic and adds that interfaces will be susceptible to viruses like other technologies, suggesting they'll need similar safeguards in place. Uh, he says, nobody wants to say, oh, remember Bob? Remember when Bob got hacked by Russian malware? That sucked. Is he still running naked through the forests? Forests, plural. He, he didn't even pick one forest. He went from one to the fucking next. That's wild. Newell quips, uh, people are going to have all have a lot of confidence that these, they're going, people are going to have, to ha they're going to have to have two, two halves. People are going to have to have a lot of confidence that these are secure systems that don't have long-term health risks. Yeah, for sure. Regardless, it sounds like Valve doesn't have any plans to commercialize its research just yet. Newell says that they're making much rapid progress, that any device risks being outdated once it's gone through the slow process commercialization. Uh, the rate at which we're learning stuff is so fast, Newell says. Uh, other high-profile companies currently exploring brain-computer interfaces include Facebook, which is working on a way to allow users to type with their brains in Elon Musk's Neuralink, which is attempting to develop less invasive way of connecting a computer to the human brain. Um, you can check out Newell's things over at One News. Um, man, the let me fucking tell you, the last thing I want is Facebook having access to my brain. I feel like they already do in some ways. Um but to willfully let them in, um, that's the last thing I ever want to do. Um, I fucking, I'm not a fan of uh, that stuff. Um, all right, so let's talk about the first thing I kind of mentioned there, which is uh, the lighter of the news. Um, Valve is going to be shipping new games. Um, 
they say they're back to single-player games, uh, and uh, Alex created momentum for that, which makes a lot of sense. Um, in case you don't know, I played Alex. I have not beaten it, but I need to. I need to set up my VR. Um, but it's very cool. It's awesome. Like, I loved it. Uh, what I played of it, um, it's very cool to play a uh, single-player uh, full VR experience that was like a, a whole fucking game. Uh, a lot of VR games are VR experiences, and uh, they don't really i mean they're cool they're cool experiences but they're not like games um to the same extent of like what you're used to with like a triple a game or any kind of game i guess um so yeah playing alex was very cool is is an awesome uh experience to play but also had like a full narrative full story and uh very well done um so with that i'm glad that that's kind of got them you know uh, up and ready to make stuff because that's something that Valve's been needing to do for a long time. You know, they've dabbled a little bit with multiplayer games and they've they've seen success with that. But um, I think most people, when they think of Valve and what they want from them, Half-Life 3, of course, but also just single-player games. They want those shipped again. They want games made by Valve, um, which they used to do quite a bit. Um, so, yeah, I uh, that's exciting for me. I, uh, I would like to see them create more stuff. Alex, like I said, was great. So, um, the idea of them making anything else, uh, is very exciting. I can't get too excited until I see that they are actually going to release something because I know they have this system at valve where there's like a table here and a table here and a table here. And like somebody starts working on a project there and anybody can join. And if the project doesn't go anywhere, then they just scrap it. And then if they start working on this one, that starts gaining momentum, then they start working on it. So the idea that they are working on things, prove it. I need to, I need to know. Um, but yeah, Half-Life 3 would be awesome, uh, Portal 3 would be awesome, Left 4 Dead uh, 3 would be awesome, although Back 4 Blood is coming out, and that's made by the people who made Left 4 Dead, so I think I'll probably go that way um, in terms of looking for a new Left 4 Dead. Um, but I would love a new IP. I'd love them to explore something um, else. They have the um, they have the budget, they have the power, they have the uh, people, I think, that could really deliver on something truly awesome and uh, i'd love for them to rejoin uh the ranks of other uh developers out there who put out uh games to be excited by and i think they could be that again so very exciting to hear that they're fucking they're doing that allegedly he says it he says they're doing it but he said a lot of shit like he wants to go in your brain and make you feel pain um this whole topic, I feel like, should should be on TastyCast. I feel like I need to talk with more people about this because there's a lot of ways to go about discussing this, and I'd love to know everybody's opinions on this. But um, the tech nerd in me is very excited by this. The um, pessimistic, dystopian-fearing uh, person in me doesn't like this at all. Um, so I, I got two sides of me clashing on this. Um, but of course my curiosity that monkey brain of mine, I think is winning out in the sense of, uh, I love VR. I love the idea of the immersive experience that is possible with VR and how it's in its infancy. And this just makes me think it's going to get skipped over directly by this shit. Um, or maybe, you know, used in tandem with it, but, uh, the idea of making a more immersive experience with less peripherals is insane. So, like, uh, people have talked since I was a kid about, um, uh, you know, having peripherals where you could feel stuff. You get shot and you feel like, you know, some kind of 
obviously not a real gunshot, but like um, some kind of like hit, some kind of tick. Uh, they used to make like body vests and stuff back in the 90s. I think they make them nowadays still too, but they've been doing it for a long time. That's my point about, you know, it coming out back in the day. And so if they can do that without the peripherals, be able to put something on your head and you can feel stuff, that's very scary, but also very, very cool if they can do it in a way that's, you know, safe. Um so that as a as a frontier is very interesting um, to be able to give you experiences or be able to read your brain um, and immerse your experience or, or adapt your experience to what's going on with you is insane. That's really I can fathom it, but I can't fathom how seamless that experience could be. Um, of course, you know, when they're talking about upping the difficulty and getting bored, I think it's a good example but i don't think it's i think it's something that would have to be fine-tuned like i said earlier what if you're not having maybe the game's already hard for you maybe it can sense frustration i don't know maybe you can balance it out from there but that's something that they're definitely gonna have to work with um maybe playing a scary game maybe you're not scared enough so maybe it has some scares uh saved up and it will uh up the horror or maybe you're too scared and it's like we need to calm this dude down um yeah, there's a lot of things they could do with that which is really uh, kind of crazy and really opens the door for like experiences I can't even I, I can't even fucking think of of all the possibilities um, especially if you were to use this like I said with VR you get to a point where you don't even need VR anymore which would be really fucking crazy um, specifically when he's talking about Bob and running around in multiple forests um, see he's already thinking about the most negative things arguably that uh, that could happen uh, with this technology. So if he's thinking about it, we should be thinking about it. He also refers to people's uh, physical bodies as meat peripherals. So I think uh, Gabe Newell is a little beyond um, thinking about the human body outside of the cognitive abilities of the brain. Maybe that is the person itself, but that's a whole other discussion that I would love to have with somebody. Um, yeah, the REM sleep thing? What the fuck are you talking about? Like, I, I feel like I don't get enough sleep, but I get more sleep than a lot of friends that I know. Like, um, a lot of people I know don't sleep enough. I don't sleep enough, but I sleep more than they do. So, um, if you can just have an app that allows you to get REM sleep, that would be fucking crazy. I don't even know where to go with that one. Um, I don't even know how that would work. Um but Gabe Newell's talking about it, so that's really interesting. Um, God, imagine imagine on the Valve box, you just fucking, you got like a, it's dystopian, you got a little plug you put in your head, or more likely a headset you put on, hopefully fits better than a VR headset. You're playing games, you're doing your gaming shit all day, you're fully immersed, and you leave that headset, the world's fucking gray and bleak, and food doesn't taste good anymore, music just doesn't sound good anymore, this whole future that fucking Gabe Newell's building for us, and you're like, I need to get some sleep, so you just turn on your app, and then you then you just sleep with your headset on, I feel like he's just gonna build a thing where you just have a headset on all times, that's fucking, ugh, that's fucking scary, um, and, uh, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> My brain's going in every direction thinking about the possibilities of this. It's uh, it's 
it's it's it's very interesting. Um, the last thing I kind of want to talk on too with this is like like he's saying this is susceptible to problems, hacks, viruses, stuff like that. Imagine a future where I don't even feel like I'm talking about gaming news at this point. A future where like um, there's like viruses that can infect people that are like from the headset digital viruses. Um, that's a whole new world of, of, of issues. Um, I don't even feel like I'm talking about reality, but here he is talking about shit like this. Um, or getting hacked by people. Um, I mean, that we are moving towards cyberpunk, apparently. Or at least, you know, on paper we are. People keep talking about these big ideas. They're working on them behind closed doors, so that's the thing that's weird. Um, but uh, they keep talking about it. Not seeing it, but I feel like we're going to see it. And... Uh, it's opening up new avenues of really interesting things to happen, but also really interesting things that aren't good to happen as well. So that's something to definitely be alarmed about. And I think about how ready people are for something like this. I, I've i struggled to get people to try VR. Um, they're like, ah, oh, no, nah, that's just a gimmick. I'm like, well, we'll try it. They're like, no, oh, I'm okay. I know people use it and they like it. Um, some people like it more than others, but for the most part, it's a really cool, immersive experience. But, you know... Um, when you start talking about this thing interacts with your brain, you put this thing on and it fucks with your brain. How many people are going to want to do that? Especially in this day and age of people being susceptible to paranoia. Um, more so than I've ever known really. Um, and for good reason in that sense, if you have something doing stuff with your brain, I, I mean, I wouldn't go like you won't try that, but how many people would be willing to do it? What's the market for it? Um, I don't know. Time will tell. Uh, but all in all, I think this is very interesting stuff. I think it's crazy that uh, Gabe Newell is uh, is off in New Zealand just chilling and has people going, hey, what are you doing? We're making games, but also we're going to get in your fucking brain. We're going to help you sleep, but we're also going to make games change the way you want them to change. All the while trying to figure out how to make sure you don't uh, live the fate, the horrible fate of Bob. We want to make sure you're not Bob in the woods. Very, very crazy stuff. Let me know uh, what you think about Gabe Newell's thoughts on getting in your brain when it comes to these, what are they called, BCIs? Um, what do you think the future of that holds? Do you think it's going to happen? Do you think it's not going to happen? Are you excited for it? Is there any ideas you have on what this possibly could do? I could do a whole, maybe on Taste Castle, I'll bring this back up. I could do a whole segment on on where this could lead and the smaller news which is sad uh what do you think about uh new games coming from valve single player games what do you want do you want half-life 3 do you want portal 3 do you want a new ip like me something brand new something new and exciting let me know everything you're thinking about in the comments below all right second bit of news and almost equally as creepy uh the medium a game coming out i think on january 28th coming out i think on xbox and pc let me know in the comments if it's coming out for something else is uh it's coming out soon and it's a game i've been very curious about it's that game where you kind of exist in uh, reality but also in a separate uh reality dimension i'm not sure i haven't looked into the game too much um 
It's uh, it's it's a survival horror game, I think. And uh, so I have a video. It's going to be 18 minutes of the intro. I'm going to watch it um, and see if I can get excited for it because it's a game that I'm kind of interested in, kind of not interested in. It's a game that gets uh, compared to Silent Hill a lot, which I think is very interesting because everything I've seen on it so far doesn't remind me of Silent Hill outside of the fixed camera angles of older survival horror games in general. And apparently upon investigating this game a little bit. Uh, the soundtrack is done by Akira Yamaoka, which is fucking, like, a first-day buy for me in general. Like, I, I'm telling you, like, this game looks whatever. Like, I'm not sure. Um, but, you know, any game that has him uh, doing the music for it is very exciting and gives a little bit of a lean for me in the sense of uh, survival horror games and, and music be done, being done by Akira Yamaoka in that it could be Silent Hill-esque. I'm not sure. Um, in case you don't know, Akira Yamaoka did the music for Silent Hill. And uh, I've talked about it many times, but I think the soundtrack of Silent Hill is uh, one of the biggest parts of the identity of the game. So without that, it uh, it would not be Silent Hill. Um yeah, so uh, I've kind of said already, I'm, I'm anticipating a little bit. I'm kind of curious, but we're going to watch this. We're going to see if I can get excited for it. I don't know much about this game, as you can kind of tell. So I'm going in blind, very blind. And uh, you'll get my reaction and see if uh, this game, for me, is something worth picking up. And definitely let me know in the comments if this is a game you're excited to pick up. Um, for reasons outside of Akira Oka, or maybe that reason also. Maybe you're a big fan like I am. Um, all right, let's watch this. Three, two, one, and go. It all starts with a dead girl. It always does. It always does. Damn, why is the gamma so... Oh my god. This... Did they turn the brightness up this this high? What is this IGN? I need to turn the brightness up so high that the contrast is fucked up. I'm making fun of people turn the brightness up in a horror game, but if you're gonna record the the footage to show people, this is horrible looking. Maybe get somebody who's less worried about. I'm I'm speculating, but I think it's funny how bright the game is. Like this is horrendous. Looking. Not the game to be played. For anybody listening, the. I've already said, but the brightness is up so high that all the blacks are muted. Um, and they look fucking bad. And now this doesn't. Ever since I was little, I've had this dream. It's the end of summer. The girl is running through the woods. The moon scent of pines and then the gunshot this the brightness isn't up here though what the fuck is it because it's uh maybe i was wrong or as recorded separately. it always felt so real the blood on my cheek the cold sweat running down my skin I'd managed to convince myself it really happened. She's got that dead-ass face. Part of me I could never fully understand. Oh, oh dude, yeah, get it in ya. That wasn't the only part. I smoked at one point in my life. I 
feel it, dude. I was also dirty no at one point in my life. Used to think I was yeah, I'm not. I'm clean. If they only knew. Facial stuff could be better, but I don't know the budget of this that game. That day when the phone rang. Game is back up. It was the hardest day of my life. The day I went home to say goodbye to my father. To dress him up for his last journey. Put him in a suit. Let's get you dressed up, old boy. Simple. You're going on a journey. Just the things he did every day. Every <laughs> fucking... Looking through his stuff wasn't easy. I needed a moment to pull myself together. I love the music. Big surprise. Playing with that atmospheric, ambient reverb. An eerie. Doom, doom, I was doom, almost doom. ready. Very cool. Love it. I just had to find his special tie clip. Well, that's good looking. It's a good looking game. It's a good looking boy. Oof, that probably sounded awful for you guys. I apologize. Shit. Yeah. Nice to see you too. Jack's room. It's like he never. Come on, Jack. Where'd you put it? Okay. Let's do this. So, for everybody listening so far, we got the cutscene. Her kind of describing what's what's going on. I didn't really pay attention to that too much because if I play this, which I do think I will play it, um, I don't. I don't. I want to go into it, you know, for the full experience then. Okay. Um, I think that's and now visually, um, the main Jack's character is downstairs. walking around a uh, creepy old house. Um, you have fixed camera angles similar to Silent Hill, Resident Evil, Clock Tower. You guys remember that shit? Um, Dino Crisis. We lived um, upstairs from Jack's. But it does home. have that moving camera it that was uh, weird as made popular by Silent Hill. Silent Hill kind of took what Resident Evil did with the fixed that, camera angles and made it more cinematic. Cars. And this game definitely is inspired by that, which uh, is cool. Camera just was outside the window and came into the window as she walked by, so that was cool looking. And uh, it's got music by Kiri Yamaoka, so whoever worked on this game definitely is a fan of Silent Hill. But I feel like anybody who makes a horror game is Jack probably actually looks really good. Like the condition. way they did that. Of all my foster parents, the camera was the only one who saw it as a gift and not a curse. Ooh. Small nitpick, but she was walking forward and you saw someone with an umbrella walking by. And then when it went to the next camera angle, that person didn't exist anymore. Jack's in the prep room. Oh, weird. I don't remember locking it. The key should be in the office. I also like that there's like a constant narrative happening. Um, I don't know if the whole game will be like that. This is the beginning of the game. Here it is. But, uh, you know, in a game where you walk around quiet ass hallways constantly, it's kind of cool to have an inner monologue going on. 
I also like that it takes after a lot of the old survival horror uh, elements of like picking up an item and examining it or putting a key into the door and turning the key, but they're not doing it in a way that just like makes it on your screen, like in your face, but actually it's just kind of happening in front of you. Um, if you know what I'm talking about. Earlier she opened this thing to check for something in it sure and uh, it was still on the table when it happened. It didn't just float it up in your face like you're used to in a lot of older survival horror games. I feel like this game's, I mean, I'm pretty sure they turn up the brightness, especially in the beginning. For some reason, that looked awful, that fucking gamma, but um, this game's not dark. It's like really bright. So if this game is supposed to be scary, which I feel like it's trying to be, maybe, um, they're not going to get much scares with how dark the game is. Snazzy. You wouldn't have it any other way. So even when she was messing with items, I it was making like sound effects that was reminiscent of Silent Hill. Um, I guess I didn't know cool, what to expect. But the game itself looks like nothing like Things get personal. It just burns you from the inside out. So it's definitely inspired, which is which is cool. There. I guess you're ready. Dad in the safety cupboard. Oh, can't you people read? The sign says closed. Ooh, some stuff's going on. Don't know what it is. She seems mildly upset by it, though. Like, bro, I'm putting, I'm fucking putting my dad away back in the cupboard. Like, can you give me a second? Got a little darker. There's some kind of entity on the stairs. It's kind of cheesy, but uh, cool. Doors are shutting on their own. What the hell? I think have to buy this game. Guess I'm interested. Too, huh? And then it happened. So many it's got a little bit of jank to it, but it seems interesting. My biggest complaint, honestly, is uh, how dead her face is. I mean, that's a real reminiscent of fucking older Star Wars games. I'm gonna be late. This is where the game kind of loses me, and I need to see why they went about doing this outside of maybe just being an aesthetic thing. 
they have this like alternate reality going on where you're seeing the real world and you're seeing this like alternate world playing off at the same time her position's the exact same same place but she's interacting with one dimension differently than the other one so much for aging and i don't know i don't know jack what the the purpose of that is outside of like it's a cool concept maybe but is it gonna affect gameplay? Oh, is it something no, no, no. worth even I've being got interested so much work in? He's got a shirt with holes. Okay, fucking head. No, I, I can't just what? let it go. Uh, it's not important. You, you are crying. What's wrong, dear? <gasps> Why is it so cold in here? <laughs> Where is that shh, 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 shh. It's okay, Jack. <laughs> My sweet little Marianne, what would I ever do without you? Jack, don't worry. The music is fucking good, dude. Like, why the hell do we not have a Silent Hill? Why have they not made a good Silent Hill? And why has Akira Yamaoka not made the fucking music for it? Holy shit. I need the goddamn Silent Hill aesthetic. I need the fog. I need the fucking creepy people talking monotone. I need goddamn the amazing sure monster design right. of Silent Hill. Not that knife shit that they did later in the in the fucking series. Those aren't real Silent Hill games. Jesus Christ. What a what a what a goddamn you know what a misstep. I promised myself once I would never let anything happen to you. Not while I'm around. I'll be fine. I promise. Uh, <laughs> no risky stuff then. Right. All right, Jack. Really apologize. I'm sitting here just talking over while they're talking, but I, I don't want to know the story through this video. I'd rather play it myself, so I'm just kind of looking at it visually. The voice acting sounds good, honestly. I love you, my child. I've loved you since the moment you walked into my life. Remember that. Always. But I think I'm gonna play this. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna buy it. It looks like something I would definitely play. I hope it's really good. Maybe it would be horrible. Maybe it would be a really bad game. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm gonna buy a really bad game like when I fucking played Blair Witch. Luckily I didn't buy that shit. Most people would give anything to have that opportunity. Wait, is this coming out on Game Pass? To say all the things that were left unsaid. But it didn't make things any easier. I could help a thousand souls cross over, but when it came to Jack, it still hurt like hell. I love you too, Daddy. I used to think everyone saw the world the way I did. The spirit the realm? They ain't seen that shit. Torn between two realities. How's it gonna affect gameplay? I guess I get creative with but puzzles. No. I was the only one. Oh. Or so I thought. Until we're closed. I met someone There's who could do the same thing. I can you give thought you were the only Marianne. one? Yeah. This is a joke. Uh, you need to listen to me, Marianne. 
Okay, I I'm hanging up. I know what you are. What? Who is this? My name is Thomas. I need your help. Uh -huh. <laughs> Listen, if that's all you've got, I'm... No, uh -huh. there's more. I can give you the answers you've been looking for your whole life. I, I need you to trust me. Trust you? Look at I that don't even phone. know It all starts with a dead girl. What did you say? The Nemo Resort. Find me there. Please. The light, it's almost gone. It's not dark yet, but it's getting there. You're the only one who can stop it. You're my only chance. Hello? You're my only hope. Hello? Shit. There's fucking still a lot of this video. Okay. We got some creepy. It's like an intro. I'm gonna skip this because this is not really something I want to comment on. I'm sure the music is awesome. Um looks like she's on nothing but a hunch. A call from a complete Let's turn that up to fucking, uh, we'll end it there. So, um, all in all, uh, honestly, I think this sold it to me. Um, I've been kind of curious about this game, kind of watching it a bit, but I still, I, the concept of the game itself, I, I, I'm not sold on that. The whole different dimensions, spirit realm, viewing, seeing medium thing. Um, it could be cool. I just haven't seen it portrayed in a way that makes that enticing but the things that are interesting is uh a game in general uh kind of looking to uh the older uh era of survival horror games something i miss something i'm very nostalgic for um and making a game that's modern feeling looks modern enough uh outside of the facial animations um the environments look really good and um, adding a modern flair to that old way of playing survival horror games, which is something I'm, I'm very uh, intrigued by. Um, the story sounds interesting. I think the voice acting is done really well. Uh, honestly, like it was compelling enough listening to her talk and talking to the dude. Um, there's nothing empty or vacant feeling about that, which was cool. Um, I love the music. That's a huge selling point for me. And specifically in a, in a scary game, this is not going to be Silent Hill. It's not Silent Hill. Um, but uh, I can absolutely respect somebody for uh, being heavily influenced by Silent Hill because it's a big influence for me. And I don't even make games, like even in like my music that I make, and videos that I've made um, outside of this channel. Um, it's it, Silent Hill has been a huge influence for me. Um, and so I can respect anybody who's highly influenced by it. And this is absolutely influenced by Silent Hill. It is not Silent Hill, though. Uh, as much as GameSpot wants to try and sell it as the next Silent Hill, um, it's not... Um, as far as I know, maybe, maybe it is. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'd like to see, is there combat in this game? I haven't seen that anywhere. Uh, if there is, I'd be curious to see that. I mean, maybe when I buy it or play it on Game Pass, I will find out. Um, that will be a factor as well that I need to see. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I'm intrigued watching that. I was like, I want to play this. That's why I started getting kind of like, ah, I'm kind of done watching this because, uh, I'm just kind of ready to play that. So it comes out January 28th. I will most likely be playing this um, when it comes out, um, especially if it's on Game Pass. I don't know if I'm going to buy it first day. 
but uh, I'll wait for reviews maybe, but um, from people I trust. But uh, overall, pretty cool. Uh, I'm pretty excited to play this. I'm excited to play a horror game. Specifically, I'm, I'm excited to play a horror game that doesn't fucking suck, dude. I'm sick of horror games coming out that are just awful. Um, a really good horror game uh, fucking is a rarity and something that I definitely uh, need more of. Um, I feel like it's a map from Call of Duty that I'm looking at right now. Um, Modern Warfare. Um, and yeah, all in all, stoked to try this game. Um, just not sold on certain factors of it, namely the uh, the big thing, which is the whole I'm a medium. I can see into the spirit realm thing. I have not been sold on that. It might be awesome. I don't know. Let me know in the comments. What do you guys think of the medium? Are you excited for it? Are you not excited for it? Did this 18 minutes of gameplay do anything for you? Um, are you picking it up? Uh, do you know if it's on Game Pass? I'm sure I can, I'll just Google that as soon as I'm done with this. But let me know in the comments in case I don't. And uh, what are you hoping for, for from this game? Uh, if you're not interested in it, why aren't you interested in it? Are you one of those people who are like, I don't play fucking horror games. Um, maybe I'll stream this. Let me know everything you're thinking about in the comments below. But that's going to do it for this episode of Tasty Tuesday on Tasty Loot Gaming. So thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoyed this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes. Check us out uh, on social media and uh, where we stream. Links down below. And we have a Discord link down below as well uh, if you want to talk to us anytime all the time and we're on itunes spotify and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us and we have a patreon if you'd like to support the channel further than liking commenting and sharing this video and subscribing if you're brand new and yeah uh we got plus club and game of the month uh coming out later this week so make sure to play those games come back at the end of this week or don't play them and just find out what we had to say about them and let us know what you thought as well. And uh, yeah, I look forward to that. Till then, my name's Seth. And uh, have a good week, guys. And take it easy.